Uh, we may no. lose. Sammy Edmund doesn't. He's a good man. He's the chief footy reporter for SEN. He's very busy at the moment. Oh, he's Hello, got a few Samuel. topics. Sammy, have we got you? Kimbo. Oh, I'm so we've got glad you. You're on the line with me. Apologies. I, you know, I was just distracted because I, I have to ask. Are the, are the rumours true? Like uh, social media is just lit up. You've got North Melbourne winning the premiership. Yeah. <laughs> boom, boom. Bum fluff Benny is boom, an boom. absolute flog. He said he's gone and put on social media. Do you disagree? I said they'll cause some big upsets. I went on out on the limb. I said they'll beat three top eight sides from last year. Four. Well, all I remember, uh, uh, I remember going back to last year. Now, admittedly, they were the premier, but when Geelong absolutely dismantled Hawthorne down at the Cattery around this time last year in their first showing for 2023, as it was then, we all thought they would streak to -to back-to-back premierships and uh, and win every game by 10 goals. So I'm saying nothing other than to say uh, we'll, we'll take the little wind at North Melbourne this year, I reckon. I did like the look, and he's been good all the way through the summer. Colby McKercher alongside mm. Harry Caesar on a back flank would uh, would whet the appetite of some North Melbourne members, I reckon. Hey, who who was rested today? We are going to cross and, and speak to uh, Benny Waterworth from uh, KO, who called yep. the game. Um, who else was rested for North Melbourne today? Oh, look, they had only a couple of guys out. Zane Dersmer sounded out, but he's only a kid and a, and a yep. draft pick. Um, I, I didn't attend the game myself, other than I did read that Collingwood had a dozen players out um so make of that what you will i think it was all this game was always going to be more about north melbourne than what it was about colin with the the little signs that i speak of and uh i like georgie wardler only played a half as well Mm. i did like Lockie schultz i did some nice things from what i could see bobby hill looks sharp finn mccray's one to watch this year we know that and the big suva suva larky how many could he kick if uh, north melbourne uh, make a prelim as you say kimbo i mean he might oh, i didn't say that well if, he, if he's at 71 <laughs> last season sam and this is going to be a high flying north melbourne now according to kim dillon yeah, yeah, he's hey, got to be challenging hey, not hey, only the Coleman, but the ton hey i'm normally the smart ass all right just pull it back you two <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hey, let's jump into this. Uh, we've already spoken yeah. about Joel Smith. This is a serious matter. We've heard from, just so you know, by way of background, we've heard from Andrew Dillon, and we just had a listen prior to getting you on from Justin Quill, who's an independent solicitor, yep. who was on with Gary and Tim. Uh, where's this at at the moment? Can you add anything to it? And a text has come through saying, uh, how nervous would some of those players be that were on the receiving end of those text messages? Assuming they're players on the other end. Well, they are. Well, well, well potentially very nervous. And you're right, there's a lot we don't know, Rooch. So assuming they are players that have been yeah. unveiled in some of these text messages, which we need to point out have led, you asked me where it sits, have led to the assertion uh, that Joel Smith is, uh, is up for tracking, trafficking or attempted trafficking. Mm. So three further anti-doping rule violations laid on his desk from SIA Sports Integrity Australia. Now, Jared Waitley had uh, a professor on the line today. I, I, her name just escapes me at the moment. Uh, but no, I can tell you her name, uh, Dr. Catherine uh, Ordway. Ordway, Dr. Ordway, uh, who's based in, uh, in Canberra. I would have thought the most authoritative voice we've ever managed to snare on SEN uh, on this subject. And I've got to admit, I was a bit taken aback because... I think we all find ourselves wondering, well, how far is Sports Integrity Australia willing to go? Like, do a couple of text messages constitute enough of an urge for them to go to the 10th player on the list, the 15th player on the list, the 35th player on the list? How far down the rabbit hole are they willing to go? And, mm-hmm. and a lot of people are prepared to say, pure speculation, of course, that maybe it starts and ends at Joel Smith. Well, listening to Professor Ordway, she 
her opinion was that uh, SIA are basically compelled now to go as far as they possibly can with this. New powers bestowed upon them going back to, to 2006, 2007. And that her belief was, and she's followed enough of these cases in elite-level sport, they will go as far as they can with uh, the text messages and the social media messaging and, and the WhatsApp messages and the phone calls and the voice messages oh. as they possibly can. So to answer your question, if you're a player on that list, I reckon you'd be pretty nervous if you have been one to dabble in this sort of thing over the, over the journey. Well, Sammy, let's have a listen to Dr. Catherine Ordway. Well, it's very serious indeed because under the World Anti-Doping Code, which of course the AFL subscribes to, then multiple violations can at worst case lead to a life ban. So it's really serious that this has escalated the way it has. All right, let's move on to Taron Thomas. Uh, oh, his, his life's a mess. At the well, moment, seriously, Sam, in view of the text messages and his postings on social media where he's quite eagerly declaring he would do it all again, what he has done, what he has done, not what he's alleged to have done in his words, surely North Melbourne now call him in and say enough's enough. Oh, and I think he's run his race at North Melbourne. I don't think it matters whether it's 18 weeks, which has been yeah. obviously debated this week in the mainstream, whether it's 18 weeks or eight weeks or 80 weeks at, at North Melbourne. But, I think, but these text like, messages context, are enough to say that's it. You, you have really crossed the line now. Oh, no, that's my point. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it matters what suspension that the, the AFL Commission deems suitable here. I don't think it matters for North Melbourne is my point. I, I think mm. he's run his race at North Melbourne. And I would have thought across the competition, now some people Agreed. would disagree with that. And, and, and some clubs are desperate and they'll see the talent there and maybe some time will heal all wounds. I had this debate with Gary and Tim uh, a couple of days ago. I mean, uh, there were some clubs, uh, six months, going back to last trade period, who seriously debated trading for Tarrant Thomas in the last window and they deemed too big of a risk then. Absolutely. I think of two or three clubs. Now we know what we know. Uh, it's no secret that this guy is not a problem gambler and not to downplay problem gambling, but his issues are far more severe than that. Yep. Clubs are going eyes wide open. No one can plead ignorance on this. They have female, a uh, large portion of their membership yes. base are female. They have female corporate partners. They have female board members. Female so teams. Indeed. So if Taron Thomas is to be recruited by a club, it is the definition of risk. And if, and if he is to transgress again, which you would say, in all likelihood, that could very well happen. Then well, he's saying he would. He's saying he would. Yeah, well, yes, I know, as per the text he is. And the blowback on that club would be absolutely oh. immense. I, I can't see that happening. Uh, you mentioned Andrew Dillon earlier. He said today there's still no timeline, but he did label it a complicated issue with potentially quite severe consequences. So regardless if it's 18, it's going to be a significant ban. We know that. And I think, um, look, to, to make an understatement of our cross uh, this afternoon, uh, his career is well and truly at the crossroads. Mm. Stack of text coming through. This one says, hi, guys. Seriously, the AFL preaches about equality, sexist behaviour, etc., and yet still has Thomas on its books. Sack the guy. Simple as that. He yeah. shows no remorse. That's from Johnny K. at yeah. Kingsington. G'day, Johnny. Well, it's, 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 actually, it's actually very hard to sack a player. I think we need to make that clear as well, um, as per the AFLPA and the CBA guidelines and, and whatnot. So it's very hard for a player to be sacked. But... Look, I think he stays on the list for the remainder of the year. We don't know when he'll be eligible to play. And then I would have thought he'd be delisted and then, or not renewed as, as per his contract situation. And then, um, look, it'll be unfortunately added to the files of uh, uber-talented players uh, who have had their careers wasted. Mm. I would have All right, I want to talk. This is a story about three Sams. One's a gun reporter, one of the best in the world. That's you, Sammy. One's a superstar footballer. That's Sam Walsh. Mm. And the other one, just a little bit cray-cray, and he's known to make a few outlandish comments. That's Sam McClure. Now, 
Sam McClure saying Carlton should be favourites for the Premiership. Did I get that right? He did say that when I was on holidays, I think. But that won't happen if Sam Walsh is not playing. How bad is his back? Yeah, I spoke to the Blues this afternoon. So they've ruled Sam Walsh out of uh, Carlton's official pre-season game. Now that's coming against Melbourne next Wednesday. We knew he was missing tomorrow's hit-out against Geelong, and this is all due to back soreness. A nasty couple of words, if ever there was one, up there with uh, navicular and stress fracture and all those sorts of things. So he's on a modified program at the moment. He's still running, though, so he's still quite mobile. Said to be, and I think a lot of people go back to this time last year, 12 months ago, when, of course, he could barely walk. He couldn't bend over. He had all sorts of back issues and ultimately had surgery, missed the first month of the season. He's said to be a world away from that. I think we need to point out. So Carlton are cautious. They are concerned. They're not panicking, though. So I think the next reassessment for Sam Walsh will be leading into opening round against the Brisbane Lions. The head of football, Brad Lloyd, released a statement a short mm-hmm. time ago uh, to state the bleeding obvious will take a no-risk approach with Sam's return to play. Therefore, he will not feature in the upcoming practice game. So speaking of people there, as I say, they're concerned, but they're not panicking. It's nothing like he's a world away from last year. But gee whiz, if there's a player you want to get right, he finally had a good run at it. He was flying over the preseason after a non-existent preseason last year. The Gary Ayres Award winner, of course, the reigning one, the player of the final yeah. series. So um, hopefully, for Carlton's sake and Sam Walsh's sake, it's a little tweak, a little hiccup, and uh, he'll be back sooner rather than later. Sam, you and I have lived the challenge of filling a back page of a major newspaper with a good sporting story. And we all know about number one draftees and the pressure they come into an AFL season when they have that title, the number one draft pick. But have you ever known a player to carry the burden that's clearly on Harley Reid? He's twice pictured, twice storied on the West Australian back page today. And I've lost count of how often he has been on their back page this summer. This is this is at the point of being ridiculous with Harley Reid and the West Australian at the moment. Well, I know that Kane Corns is keeping count. I think when <laughs> is we were at uh, breakfast, I think we'd gone north of 30 since no. he was uh, drafted. Uh, yes, uh, on the back page or a presence there in He's so there uh, twice yeah. Twice today. Twice. Mm. Look, I'm not in Perth, but even on the other side of the country, I've got a fair grasp of the hype. So yeah. is it recency bias? Do they all cop it? Some people are willing to say that. Look, from, from afar, I think they get more and more hyped year upon year upon year. I mean, inevitably, they are going to the poorest club. They're going to the club who's screaming out for positivity. Mm. When you go to one of those clubs that is in a two-team town and the big dog on campus, it's going to be heightened. So all those things go into the mix. We know he's going to be a special player. He's already proven that. So all these things have created, possibly, you're right here, Rich, the most hyped number one pick in history, it's quite extraordinary to see where it's uh, where it's got to um, in terms of his um, celebrity status already in Perth, and you just hope that uh, doesn't affect the kid and he's able to block it out because uh, it looks like it's been absolutely yeah, extraordinary. I hope, over so. I hope so. Stack of texts coming through, boys. This one's directed your way, Sammy. It says uh, all these journalists in Melbourne were so focused on Adelaide's camp when they had these stories right under their nose in capital letters. That's not true. (laughs) Just reading it, Roach. Uh, Another one here. Camps 2018. These are last 12 months. What about this one, Roach? Wow. Talking about drug use, and we don't say this flippantly. No one's one's immune. Mm. Even radio presenters likely partake in recreational drugs. Do we even know what Roach's mountains are made of over in Italy? I just, I just read them, Roach. Hey, Sammy, question without notice. 
who's had the worst preseason in terms of bad luck, injuries? The Hawks are getting a few lately. Oh, yeah. We know Melbourne's got a stack of forwards out. Who's who's had a really rough preseason? Geez, I reckon the Hawks have had a rough preseason. Yeah. I mean, their coach uh, their coach was on his deathbed over there in uh, New York, just trying to have a holiday. And then he's come back, and up his list has been wiped out with everything from glandular fever to hamstrings to uh, to uh, what else has gone wrong down there? They've had all sorts of weird, wonderful well, injuries down knee, there. Yeah, they've had some knee recos the last couple of weeks. Oh, turf toe yeah. as well, isn't there? Turf toe turf down there. Toe yeah, the that's the other yep, one. Yep, yep. Had an operation for ligament damage yeah. around the, the big toe. So I reckon Hawthorne would be right up there. Clearly, Melbourne are coming in. Um, with a fascinating backdrop in terms of how they can rebound from the Clayton Oliver situation. The Joel yeah. Smith story yeah. continues to be the, the noose around their neck. And then you've got the Western Bulldogs, so we shouldn't forget either. Oh, who's had a pretty story. turbulent offseason. Yeah. Hey, Sammy, always good to talk to you. Wonderful. Uh, last question. Uh, what are you looking forward to most? We all love it when footy's about to get underway. Uh, what's got you really salivating for 2024? Oh, those two clubs I mentioned, Melbourne and the Western Bulldogs, I've just from, you know, I've probably got my journo hat on here. I'm just fascinated to see how they go with all the uncertainty off the field, how they handle that uh, coming in. Um, I'm fascinated by the Blues as to what, what do you believe? Do you believe the car crash that was the first half of the season or the, the roller coaster um, mm. ride to the top in the second half? Uh, I, I just can't wait for it all to get underway, boys. And we'll opening round be something we fall in love with going forward. It's fair to say the court of public opinion uh, hasn't been warm. I wonder how we'll go with uh, with round zero going forward. Mm. Now, I know you, you don't like giving predictions. You try and steer away from them. But do you have Port Adelaide and Adelaide playing finals? Uh, I have Port Adelaide playing finals. And, yeah, I think Adelaide definitely have a list to, to play finals. And I'm a, I'm, uh, I haven't had many friends with this, but I'm in the basket that Matty Nick should have already been signed by now. So no, I'm, I'm clear... Thank you. Thank God, you good to much. hear. So I'm clearly in a believer that you just do the right thing and you look after your people if you Correct. think those people are the right people in charge. And I mean, that, that is, speaking of a roller coaster, he's just slowly cranking up his knee up to the top yeah. of the summit there. He has done and all the hard work. Because... Yeah, yeah. He deserves I, I, now I've to see this thing. project through. So when you see Gary Lyon in the studio... Make it known. We are not happy. Don't get someone to fight your own, ba- own battles. Well, Rich. I can't do it from here. Come on, grow a set. Get on the phone have a crack at him. Sammy, we love your work. We'll speak to you right throughout the season. Appreciate your time. Good on you, boys.